This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. This is a question I like because I think this is a player that has got signed without a lot of fanfare. He kind of playing a big role this year. That's Isaiah Oliver. This person asked, yes. what is the plan with, with Isaiah Oliver? The plan with him is that he's going to be the nickel guy. And yep. if you look at Oliver, now he uh, tore his ACL in 2021. So he only played a total of 16 games in 2021 and 22. But the defensive coordinator for uh, the Fal- or, uh, for the Falcons, Dean Pease, said, you know, when he was mm-hmm. gone, we you could tell we missed him. It was obvious that we missed him. And Steve Wilkes had an up-close and personal look at him last year with the Carolina Panthers. And I read something on PFF where it says if if Oliver plays this year like he did the last two games last year, uh, he, he'd be the best slot corner in, in the league. He had nine tackles, a sack, two passes defended against the Cardinals, and uh, I believe it was a Week 16 game. Two passes defended the following week against Tampa with four tackles. He, he's a very good player. Mm-hmm. Steve Wilkes knows secondary. He's a secondary guy. And they brought him in here to 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 be the nickel. And then you'll probably have Womack backing him up or whatever. But it's I thought it was a great signing. It was a really good under-the-radar signing. And I believe the plan with him is, yeah, he, he's going to be the nickel guy. And I think he's going to be a big player on this team this year. Yeah, and they signed him. I believe they signed him to a two-year deal. So he, he'll be here yeah. this year and next year as well. Uh, but, yeah, he came in to play nickel. I mean, that is that is his best role. And that is the biggest hole that the secondary had. And one of the things that Steve Wilkes likes to do is blitz his nickel corners. And so uh, Isaiah Oliver is also a good blitzer. And you, you tie that together and you think, yeah, exactly. He's, he's they're They're penciling him in. He face Jimmy Ward in the slot and it will be Traverius Ward and Diamador Lenore on the outside. And then mm-hmm. Wilmack and uh, Ambry Thomas and Daryl Luter Jr. Uh, those are all guys that will, uh, just be depth for uh, for this team, and I think I think Miles Hartsfield is another guy that that is likely probably depth mm-hmm. both at safety and nickel, um, and then Samuel Sammy Womack as well. So you know I think uh, as long as Oliver stays healthy, uh, I think I actually think that might you could argue as an upgrade over Ward. Not that Ward played poorly, um, but Isaiah Oliver is just a younger player and. Um, you know, Ward, Ward is a safety. He was a safety playing nickel and he could do it and he did it well, but Oliver Mm -hmm. is a, is, is a nickel corner through and through. And so uh, I'm excited to see what, what he does in this defense. All right. Will the 49ers sign in Gakway, Justin Houston, or another D end? I don't know that they're going to sign one of those guys. Uh, I saw that they were a good fit for Chase Young if they want to trade for him. But I, I've been saying this. I've been screaming from now on top. I think they need to bring another edge player. I just don't think there's enough there. Um, yet we were hoping that Drake Jackson can take that next, that next step. But even, you know, if, if he does, you still need guys behind him. You're relying on Kerry Hyder and Austin Bryant. And you're relying on Cleveland Farrell and Alex Barrett and B, uh, Robert Beal. 
And you just don't know with any of those guys. And yeah, we, we think Chris Cosera can, can coach people up, but listen, at some point, like, like you, you need the talent too. And I think the Niners absolutely, again, we're, we're not talking like, can we win the division? Can we win a playoff game? We're talking, can you win the championship? And I, I really, really passionately believe that they need another another edge guy to rush, rush, rush the passer. So I don't know if it's going to be one of those two, but I hope it's somebody, a veteran guy that they're going to bring in. Should they bring them in? Yes. Will they bring them in? No. And I think largely that has to do more with the financial aspect of it than anything else. Um, the other thing is, I you know, at they, this point... Can't they sign them on a like a prove it deal though. Can't you, you know what I mean? Like a million, then you get like, I don't know, five sacks, $2 million, you know, incentive type thing. I mean, you could, you could, but they still don't have a ton of wiggle room, the cap, but you also got to understand that those players are probably not down to sign a prove it. I, I, I genuinely believe both those guys, now that they, now that o, you know, mini camps and OTAs are over, I, I guarantee both of those guys are just waiting for, for one team to lose a player in camp mm -hmm. and, and, and then sign a deal that, you know, is, is more than the 49ers can afford. So that's where I think the 49ers are out of luck is that they, they don't have the kind of money to throw around that other teams will if, and, or when, you know, they, they lose an important edge piece and Ngakwe and Houston are there. Now of those two, I would say that Houston is probably the likelier uh, scenario just because he's older and, you know, is in the twilight of his career. He might be willing mm -hmm. to sign some kind of prove it deal, but Ngakwe has no reason to, you know, he's still young. He's still productive. You know, I think, I think you're going to see him sign in July and it's going to be for, you know, eight to $10 million or something like that, which the four yeah, don't have. There's and a lot the of guys out there still. There's a yeah. lot of like big name players, especially a running back, that are going to end up somewhere. Somebody's going yes. to them. Certainly, certainly, and and again, that that's going to do largely with injuries in in camp. But mm -hmm. but yeah, do I think they need to? I absolutely do because, like you said, if Bosa does go down, God forbid, um, they're they're really really hurting at that point. Um, the depth that they had the past two seasons is is largely gone, and so you know there's that that's a terrifying proposition to be perfectly mm. honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't see how they can't try to bring somebody else in. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they know something about one of these guys. We don't, I don't know, but I just, again, I look at it, like you said, it's a, we're a Bosa injury away or just Bosa being worn down at the end of the season, from, sure. you know, from kind of carrying the load to, to, to having a problem. So, so we'll see, we'll see how it works, but everybody knows how I feel about it. All right, let's do one last one. I'm going to change this question a little bit from what roles might the rookie class fill to why don't we just say, like, is there a rookie that we think rookie or rookies that may make an impact this year with the team? Uh, I, yes, Jake Moody. <laughs> <laughs> take the low hanging fruit, dude. Just but, take the low but, hanging fruit. but outside of Jake Moody, outside of Jake Moody, um, I think the answer is Jair Brown. I think um, yeah. Gibson played really well last year um but he's on the older end and and literally like genuinely considered retirement prior to signing a one-year deal to come back and play with 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 the 49ers and specifically with Talano Hufanga and so 
Brown Brown has had rave reviews coming out of OTAs camp. Um, he was a favorite of Steve Wilkes in in the draft process, and so I just think that I I, I think he's going to play his way into some significant playing time. I would say within the first in the first half of the of the season. I don't think it's going to take that long for him. And then, you know, and then you have Gibson because here's the thing is, is with, with Brown, you could also run some, some three, some three safety sets if you wanted mm-hmm. to as well with Gibson Brown and, and Hufunga. So um, I think, yeah, I, I, I think again, outside of Jake Moody, who will have the biggest impact of all the rookies, cause he will be the kicker. Let's not, let's not front. He is not in a competition with Zane Gonzalez. Um, he is he's not. The kicker. Uh, but outside of Moody, I think it would be Brown. And 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 if there is a surprise where you're like, oh wow, I didn't I didn't even think that guy would make the roster, or I didn't think that guy would have any impact. I'm gonna go with Braden Willis, the seventh round tight end out of Oklahoma. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. So the two you mentioned are obviously the two most obvious, but I think one of these tight ends. And I'm going to lean Willis to Marlatu is going to make an impact. And I don't mean they're going to catch 40 balls and be like, you know, sure. a big part of the offense. They're going to play a role. Maybe they have 15 catches and three touchdowns. They make some plays. That's what I think is going to happen. You're going to see a 40 yard catch or a, a big score in the third quarter or something like that. I think one of these tight ends is going to step up this year and, and assert themselves as somebody that you could rely on behind Kittle. And we'll see what happens if they keep four tight ends. Really think one of one of Dwelly and um, Warner will probably be gone, and I think they'll keep the two rookies. But I, I'm really liking Brady Willis too, and I, I think he'll be the guy to make the impact.